What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is November the 30th, 2023. The boys are back, back from the holidays, survive family time. Pete's back from the East Coast. Dean's back from Chicago. And Rick is back from San Diego. Boys, how we doing? Welcome to the show. Big day yesterday. Spotify wrapped. Came out. Uh, boys, how did you uh, how did you rank in terms of Big Rig listening? I don't. It didn't even come up on mine. So obviously not that much. Not gonna lie, I I didn't check out my Spotify Wrapped. This is a bad intro then. The Michael <laughs> the Michael K show was very high on my oh my on my gosh. on my uh, what do you call it um, podcast list. So that's fair. I mean, I guess when we do the podcast. No reason let's do it again, right? That, that's fair. I, I would say I listen to like 75% of it. I kind of scroll through certain yeah. parts where I don't want to listen to myself rant, but yeah. Same with the other listeners. I just, I always listen. I always listen to the, uh, the intro and the outro though. So it's just a good song. Oh yeah. Good song. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will say going through my rap yesterday, I, I kind of forgot they did podcasts. It was a little surreal. A little surreal. See our podcast on this, you know, for better, for worse. Um, I don't know if we've made it, but we're on Spotify rap. So shout out to our listeners. <laughs> um, we're on our way. We're on our way. We're on our way. People are going to think it's Photoshop. Haters are going to think yeah. it's Photoshop. Year one is survival. Year two is, is growth mode. Now yeah, anyone exactly. can do one year in the podcast world. So um, technically, we're on to year two. Uh, and with that being said, we have some juicy college football playoff matchups this week. And finally, feels like conference championship weekend actually matters. Uh, because there's a gazillion different scenarios, which we'll start to unpack. I was listening to part of my take yesterday because uh, Herbie was on. I love Herb Street. I think he's like the best mind in football. Um, I think we we don't appreciate what he does enough. Um, super, super solid mind. And so they were talking about all the the what I, what ifs and this and that and. And obviously, I think we get, we kind of all know what's at stake this weekend. But with all that being said, last year the four year or a four team, I should say, uh, football team playoff, and I think we can all say thank goodness for that. Yes, it's going to be twelve, right? Moving forward, yeah. twelve. Yep. Yeah, I saw some something come out that like this was what a sixteen team bracket would look like, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's twelve next year, not sixteen. But I think there was just a scenario generator for that purpose. But yeah. it's just good. Yeah, twelve is going to be just fantastic. Uh, yep. I, I'm glad the last year of four does have some some juice going into the final weekend here because, I mean, we'll get into it, but there's so many different ways this can go. I would not want to be on the committee this year. Like, no matter they're what happens. They're going to get it wrong. They're dumb. Yeah, they're screwed. No matter what happens, there's going to be a major fan base that's ticked off that they didn't make it in. Um, so it's going to be a tough one. But I think, hey, you guys decide you want a four-team playoff. You got to live with making the decision on who's making it into, into the final four. So, you know, obviously we got a bright, brighter future with 12 next year, but make it a little tough on these guys, right? Like live with, live with your decisions, sleep in the bed you made. 
yeah. was just say I, I have two things. First, the committee, there's one outcome that the committee is praying for this weekend. That's just that the four Rock. undefeated teams all win. Then you don't have to do the, you know, two teams from the Pac-12 or Bama over Texas or any of that shit. Like, but it's it gets interesting if if one of those teams, and I'm looking really at Washington or Florida State. Like if one of those teams lose, then 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 what happens? Um, I think the internet is pretty clear that they want Texas over Alabama, even if uh, Bama beats Georgia, which I'm kind of split on. But uh, I I also I I gotta I can't lie I don't love the idea of 12 teams. I'd rather it just be maybe like six or eight, because when you look at the 12, like if they had the 12 team this year, it's all it's all hairy. Yeah, no, there's some teams that probably don't deserve to be in there, like Penn State, uh, Missouri, Ole Miss comes Oklahoma. to mind. It's like, Oklahoma's Oklahoma. on the bubble. Well, Too late. Yeah, because yeah, Oklahoma would be on the bubble because he would have like the what the one group of five team, whatever that comes in. But it's like you'd have it gets it will get watered down a little bit. And I think next this is this year with the conference championships actually meaning something, I think that's something that people shouldn't take for granted because next year. Conference champions, it's it's really not going to mean much. And yeah, I think the Herb two Street, teams in the power conferences are just going to be in already, most likely. Yeah. Because uh, Herb Street probably, like, they brought it up on game day. It's like kind of like the the, uh, the most obvious point is last, last game of the season, Michigan, Ohio State. And then they're going away from divisions in, uh, in the Big Ten so that they might face each other the next week. And then they're probably going to be the top two teams in the country, like two of the top teams in the country, certainly to get in a 12-team playoff. And they might face each other three times in one year. And I'm, I think that's kind of an unintended consequence a little bit. But, uh, no, I think the way it's kind of working out this year, it's good to have conference championship games actually mean something. Because the last couple of years and next year, I don't think they're going to mean as much. Yeah. yeah I was reading something uh, yesterday. That I hadn't, you know, I think we all kind of like, hopefully we don't beat it to death too much, all the what ifs. But I did see something interesting that said Big Ten is like cannibalizing their own own conference. Because basically, right, if you look at basically every other conference minus the SEC, there's no divisions. And so like the Pac-12, Oregon and Washington are the top two. So they're like the, the reader's point or the writer, I should say, was like, how is Ohio State? Like, how is Wash or Oregon different than Ohio State? Like, they played head-to-head, one lost. And so now, right, Iowa comes out of the Big Ten West, who's going to get smoked. They're like 20-point dogs right now. But, so there's, they screwed, you know, Ohio's another Big Ten team from getting in. But also, if Iowa beats Michigan somehow, Michigan's out. So it's like... They've 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 totally the Big Ten's totally screwed themselves over into putting in potentially zero college football again very unlikely but nevertheless it could still happen um, so very I thought that was very interesting it's yeah, like, but think about a world where okay Michigan beat Ohio State last weekend Ohio State beats Michigan in the Big Ten and there's a world where like they both make it into the playoffs still because yeah. that's what's that's what they would each have one loss so they'd, they'd potentially play each other three times in a row. That's Oregon, yeah. Washington. That's it's the exact horrible. same scenario. But not three times in a row like that. It's like I don't. That would just be. I'm just. I'm just like saying from a calendar purpose. That would be pretty wild. Exactly. Yeah. I hate that. I mean, because at that point, it's like, what motivation does either team have 
because that first game ends up being meaningless. Yeah, you almost want to lose. You almost want to lose the first game. Yeah, and then go in the second game because people have recency bias. Yep. That's what happened last year. Ohio State got it. Oh, man, so, so I think, yeah, un- unintended consequence. And like, we, and we all know why they've expanded the playoff. It's like there's more, more, more money to make from those games. Um, I, do, I feel like what you said though, Dean. And I've always kind of when I was four and they never even talked about twelve. I always thought like eight to ten was the sweet spot. Like six, I still think there's going to be some people right there that might just. I mean, right now we have seven teams that we think can make it, including Ohio State, Alabama, Texas, Washington, Oregon, right in the top three. But I think like eight to like ten would be almost perfect because you got the top two teams get a bye, and then you got the eight teams dueling it out, and then you got what three rounds after that, or yeah, four, two, one, no. or two but, rounds after that. Yeah, well, I mean, the so that's where six would have been ideal for the bye because then you have three through six play each other, two teams come out of that, and then they face the top two seeds in like a four-team playoff. But uh, 10, I think well, that, 10 is where it gets a little bit hairy. 10, you would you could still have two buys, wouldn't it? Oh, no, then you'd have... They, more yeah, more teams. Six, you'd have six teams left. I think... Uh, oh, four, two, <laughs> yeah, four teams would need a buy. Your top, your top four would get a buy, though. That would make sense because yeah. that was the old playoff. Top four no, would get th- a buy, bottom four. Oh, I'm I, confusing it. I think our What's playoff bracket is a little bit fucked up. Right What's now. going on? Yeah, oh, I've never man. been good at bracket math. Yeah, we're trying to do it all mentally to put it on paper, but I think I yeah. think the point remains: less teams probably better. Yeah, less teams, but more than four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, all right. Yeah. So let's hey, get into one it. Up, one up, one, uh, well, I, we're going to get into it, I'm sure. But Dean said. Best case scenario for the committee is that all four teams win. Yep. I honestly think, right, like the premise they go off of is the four best teams. We want the four best teams, right? That's what they say, Pete. That's That's what they they say. I don't know. Okay, if Florida State blows out Louisville, they're one of the four best teams, even with the backup quarterback. If they squeak by Louisville, it's a close game. They're down half the game. And they go undefeated, and Washington wins, Michigan wins, and Georgia wins. I don't think Florida State's top top fourteen. Like if it's in? a close if, if it's a close game, I think you put you put Texas in. Texas is like ranked like seventh in their. I know. Well, Oregon will lose, Alabama will lose ahead of them, and Ohio State doesn't play. So you're gonna put jump, in. They win another game. They jump all those people if they if they win handedly. I'm just saying, like four best teams. Like if, if Florida State can barely be okay, Louisville, that's not four best team. Do you think Georgia. Texas is better than Ohio State? They got an extra game to prove it. Well, that that's not what you're saying. It doesn't they're matter how many games. Are, are they a better team? team? I I mean, if they're a Big Twelve champion, they're right there. I think they could beat Ohio State. I think Ohio State I, could beat them too. You just said if Florida State wins, and they, your logic makes no sense right now. I would say Ohio State's better because yeah, Texas, Texas, had a, Texas has the best win. They, the the Alabama game at Alabama right now is probably up there for the best non-conference win in the country. And Texas squeaked by a lot of these some of these Big 12 games. And their loss, obviously, is to Oklahoma, who's 10-2, and two, whereas Ohio State's loss is to the number two team in the country on the road. So I would give Ohio State a slight edge where, like, if Texas, Texas would probably have to blow out, they have to win a blowout in the Big 12 championship. But Which I think yeah, is yeah, the, 
even though I think when it comes to the committee, they say the four best teams, but it's really it's like the four best resumes. Because otherwise well, Florida State's resume is terrible. Well, yeah, but they're also undefeated. And and the committee also they like LSU. LSU's got three losses, but they're ranked thirteenth. Florida State beat them. Um and then the fact that, that they're they're so unbeaten. early in the year though. I don't know. I think Rick's kind of missing my point because but it but you okay. saying you was said on the, the, the Texas versus Ohio State thing. I'm set, I'm just trying to say that I don't think Florida State's a slam dunk if they don't blow out Louisville. I think I, I get like that, they, Pete, but think, if the rest of the teams win, I don't think that I don't I don't think they're gonna bump them back. I, I think they think put them in four for that reason, so they can bump them back. If they don't, if they don't win handedly, they're not a, like with their starting quarterback out. They're not a top four team in the country. It's just. But Pete, they've kept winning, and their quarterback's been out, and they're still been, number four. One game, Rick, and they they almost lost it. I they're don't not, think they're I, not. They're, they they won't do it. Pete. Power five conference champ undefeated will not get left out of the playoff. I'm I just feel like throwing it out there if they. The worst Power Five conference. If they with their starting quarterback going down, with with their starting quarterback, they're definitely a top four team, right? Without them, are they a four best team, a top four team in the country? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. If that's what they say, that the best four teams get in, I don't know how Florida State, if they if they come out and play flat against Louisville and squeak by, I don't know how you say that that they're one of the best four teams in the country. Pete, you know, I don't disagree with you for the record. Like I I agree. I don't I don't want to see Florida State because I don't think they're a good team. I just don't think the committee is going to do it. I would I, the team I need to see in the to, in the playoff is Oregon. I'm all over Oregon. I think they're really good. Are, they're hot at the right time. Are we thinking? Who are we thinking gets in of Oregon or Washington? Oregon's nine and a half point favorites right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of a big spread. It's in, like for a team that they lost to. Yeah, I was looking at it this morning and I was and nobody's hurt like. I'm just like I don't know how you I don't know how you don't take Washington plus ten, like I just don't know how like even if you lose that bet you you can't take, like they literally beat them earlier in the year, and I know like Washington has been tripping over themselves in a lot of these games and Oregon's looked great but I just don't know how you don't take the the ten points with a, an undefeated team that's rolled through the Pac-12. I guess a neutral field's worth nine points. Nine points, really? Um, more than I that, actually, because like Oregon I would get it if was... it was in Eugene in Oregon, but I, I think the new like I don't know. Dude, I get it. it doesn't make nine and a half. It's like it's so, a lot. It's a lot, and it opened at nine and a half. It wasn't like pushed to that. Like doesn't make any sense. I also think the Georgia line is just what's the line on game minus five and a half. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that might no, be a whale, that might be a whale play, boys. Oh my god, that that sounds like a squad ride already. I god mean, damn. if you take Bama plus five and a half after seeing them play against Auburn, like okay, they, yeah, they had, I think they had the miracle play. Him. I think I think Georgia's going to beat them by by 20. thirty. No, I know Saban big games like they're going to be up for it, but I just don't see a world where Georgia just doesn't dominate. Yeah, I agree. Um, are we trying to go game by game or? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Sorry, I just jumped all over the place real quick. No, no, no. Is do we want to then stick with <laughs> like anything else to say about that Bama Georgia game? I think I think we're all in agreement about how the game's going to go. 
Yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, I see, yeah, I think we kind of covered that. Should we do move you guys to... think it's going to be a shootout, or do you think it's going to be a low scoring? I think George is going to put up a lot of points. And, like, and, and Bama's got a good offense, but it's like you look at back at their schedule, they snuck by Texas A&M, snuck by Arkansas, you know, snuck by uh, Auburn, of course. It's like they haven't – their quarterbacks put up really big numbers, but it's like Georgia – feel like they've been steamrolling everyone for the last half of the season. We were talking about them being like kind of just, you know, a sleeping giant and not being very impressive. And then they've just started just rolling through everyone. The what, last a wild, what a wild feeling the last three years for Kirby Smart. You go into the SEC championship game, like win or lose, you're, you're in the college football playoff. Because that's where they've been at the last three years. Win or lose. It's crazy. Yeah. It would be funny. It would be funny if they lose. And then still, like, go on win the national champ. Well, I guess if they lose, they're probably not getting the playoff. But yep. it's yeah, like, they are. I think they are 100%. Yeah, if I think if they, they are. lose, Georgia, if yeah. they lose, yeah. yeah, I think they're in. Okay. 100%. And they're going to love that. Shove two SEC teams down their throat again. Yep. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, we're Georgia talking about hasn't Al- lost a, They've lost one game in three years, and it was Alabama in the same stadium, same game two years ago. Like, all right. So I, let's no, play they're, this in. they're in, Dean. They're in no matter what. So what I'm if, so what if, Washington, Michigan, Florida State, and Alabama wins. I don't think they put in Alabama over Texas. Oh, we are. Unless no, you're no, saying no. Texas loses in this scenario. I'm not. Texas wins. It does. Yeah. I don't think. But does Alabama go in above Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State? Florida State, depending on how they win. So, you, so if Florida State wins and Alabama wins, you're going to keep Georgia and move out Florida State? Yeah, there's just zero percent chance. Yeah, Georgia is not falling out of the top four. There's zero chance Georgia falls out of the top four. So, are you leaving Texas? Georgia didn't play anybody this year. That seems so bad this year. It's gonna be tough for the listeners to keep up with with what we're picking here. (laughs) Four best teams, Rick. There's no way Georgia's not a four. They've lost one game in three years. They've literally been playing great football the last three weeks, four weeks. So what if Iowa beats Michigan? Then Michigan's out. Well, just because of why? They they got to take see, care of this. Like it's a different uh, it's a different loss playing Alabama versus playing Iowa. It's a bad loss. Kinda. Oh, definitely, Rick. Don't don't pull this Big Ten garbage on me right now. Like Alabama or Iowa. Who would you rather play? Iowa's like a one. They're they're a, a muff punt away from a one loss team. Oh, okay. who, who would you rather play, okay. Iowa or Alabama? I'm just gonna leave this here. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just. Who would you rather there. play? So you think if Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia simple, I, it's a simple question. Who would you rather play, Iowa or Alabama? Dean, or I'd, I'd rather play or I'd rather play Iowa. I agree with okay. that. Okay. Dean, if Alabama beats Georgia, is Georgia still in? No, I say no. I, That's where we're disagreeing. I seem to get I, to the. I bottom think. Of it. I think only my my take is. Alabama, they're probably gonna get the shit beat out of them by Georgia, but the winner, like there will only be one SEC team. There'll either be one or none. And I think Alabama needs some help elsewhere, if, even if they beat Georgia to get in. Well, if they beat okay, let's just say the scenario Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia's out, which I don't think will happen. But if that does happen, how do you put Alabama over Texas if they win Big 12? Because they've already beat Bama. I don't. I well. Me personally, if it was up to me, I would try to evaluate kind of which team's been playing better the last half of the season. And, and I would that look would take at Florida State out then. 
one <laughs> because they they've lost their quarterback. But they would still be they would also be undefeated. I'm just saying when, when I'm comparing Texas and Alabama, I would look back at that te- at that game week two and be like, okay, Bama had basically the equivalent of a rookie quarterback making like what his like fifth start of his career, and like he's way better now than he was back then. And I feel like that delta would have me be like, okay, if they played again, probably hey, even... we're talking delta. Okay, baby. no, no, it ain't, I, ain't the airline. Dean, I love, I love what you just said. I just love it. You just said, okay, basically playing with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> What's Florida State doing? I'm saying <laughs> Florida State would not have a loss. Second game. <laughs> I don't care. Not the five. Not the four best teams. Then you yeah. hate Florida State. Oh. I think that before the injury, before the injury, they're they're a top four team in the country. After the injury, they're not. That's all. That's all. Hey, they make it. They make it. I'm just saying, if I'm in the committee room, that's my argument. If they're shaking, if they're a top, if we're going off top four teams, they're not a top. I agree. Without without Travis, I only go down that rabbit hole if all these teams we're talking about have losses. If you we have an undefeated team, I don't see how you could justify doing that. And I feel like the committee. They'd rather take the safe route, put in the undefeated Power Five Conference champion, put them in, and be like, whatever happens, happens, rather than have to explain why none, that team didn't make it in. It's an easy explanation. They lost their star quarterback. They're not a top five to four team anymore. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I'm just What's saying. We're, we're going in, I know. I know you're just saying. You just. You were just. I'm saying just a saying, lot. Rick. I'm just saying. I know. All right, let's. I don't think we need to talk about the Texas game because that's pretty straightforward. Um, should we talk about the Oregon Washington yeah. game? I Man. love this game. I want to go to this game. It's on a Friday night. It's it's a standalone game in Vegas. Herbie's calling it Fowler. It's a great game. Allegiant. Um, and not, the spread makes no sense. I think you have to take. I think you just take. Uh, Washington, and you hope for a good game. I think you take Washington, and if you lose a bet, you made you made the right pick. Uh, yeah, you, so you, you just gotta live. With, you gotta live with the repercussions. But you can't. You can't lay ten points. I think you gotta. Cup. You take it knowing you're gonna lose it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take the bet, and if it doesn't win, it's you, such a rat the right line. Pick. It's like it's the, the right is pick. so close in oh. front of my face, like I can taste it, and then it's yanked out. So, right. um, it's right. a great you, game. I think it's a great game. You guys, t- you guys take Washington plus ten, and when Oregon wins by thirty, you can be like, "Well, it was the right pick." How do you? How do you just think Oregon's going to win by thirty? Washington hasn't lost. No, no, no. See, now, just so I'm clear, I'm not saying Oregon's going to win by thirty. But I I'm hope Dean goes down. down it's our university like, computers. No, I, I hope I hope Dean goes down the hole of like, oh, well, the eye test. They're not as good as they All were. Right, they're undefeated. Let's say we go back. I can go back to Florida State with that eye test comment. Okay. Okay. Cool. But anyways, he's confusing yeah, Pete's got something against he, FSU, uh, apparently. No, he hates FSU. <laughs> uh, like, not the chop, he hates the chop. Now, I'll say this. Like, the Washington games the last few weeks have been pretty brutal to watch. Brutal. Like, you're, they, keep, they, keep they are escaping. Yeah. yeah, they're escaping. So it's but, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> going. But that's where it's like, I think everyone's kind of jumping on Oregon, but you look at both their schedules. Neither of them have played anyone really outside of their conference. No. It's not like we're. It's, it's not like one of them has like a standout. It's like it's been a good, know. not great conference this year. Yeah, not as good as we got. 
Not as good Mac as we Jones thought good. Early, early in the season. Not as good as we thought early. In they the just season. ate it each was, other up. Yeah, it was classic. I mean, they ate each other up. They're a good. Well, they're a good conference. It's a good. Good, not great. I mean, Colorado fell off a cliff. I mean, USC hey, Carl, fell off a cliff. Arizona's good. Um, I, I agree. Washington Oregon, State, Oregon State, Oregon State, Washington State's not great. They're okay. Yeah, okay. They're okay. They're okay. Um, and UCLA's all right. Yeah. See. I mean, that's where the conference going way better the than divisions. the Big Ten and the SEC. Imagine if they still had divisions and this was Washington against Arizona and Oregon sitting at home. It's, it's what's just, happened to Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Oregon wins, but I think you, I'm, I'm probably taking the points of Washington. Yeah, you've said like three times. Yeah. Just confirming. Um, all this to say, I think this is a good time to be like, and I've said this in the group chat, and everyone's, you guys think I'm like, you want to shtick? Let me say this is loud and clear for the rest of you. I'm going to bring my mic a little closer for this one. College football, this year and probably the last two or three years, has been head and shoulders above the NFL. It's not even close. No one, wa- I watch a lot of football. I watch more than the average Joe. And, it's just it, the NFL sucked this year, and college football has taken leaps, leaps and bounds above NFL. Right? It was always you know, well, NFL is a better product, and it doesn't matter anymore. NFL sucks, and college football is head and shoulders. It's not even close anymore. Like I will walk. I I didn't watch NFL. Yeah, you know, Sunday last Sunday for half the day, and I didn't even miss it. I can't miss college football. The stadiums, the crowds, they turn off the lights more. It's just it's just so much better, and so I'm t- I'm kind of tired of the NFL. Like I I it, it has a little bit to do with the Patriots sucking, but maybe we'll get to the NFL. But I'm, I'm NFL is done for me right yeah. now. I love it. Tom no. Brady goes away, but Rick still can't you know get off his get out of his corner. Just the him. NFL is not done, but college after this week is. It's gonna be a quiet December for, for Rick. Yeah, that's so we fun. Oh, I guess we're not going to record a pod for the next month because no college. <laughs> yeah. So we rec- we recorded for the whole summer. I, I I look. No one loves NFL more than I do. You just clearly not. You just said, clearly not. But not I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm not right now, dude. You're a su- you're a sore loser. Your team is bad one time in twenty. No, years. it has nothing with my. And this I this love is this is the football. reaction. I'm a student of the game. So you're talking. I wake up. The path with Mac Sunday, Jones. We're twelve and twelve and two right now. You would be saying the same thing. Yes, yes. They every team's. I'm not even talking about the Pats. And there's no like good storylines. All the stars are hurt. There's just like none of these games have any oomph. I was watching Buffalo Philly. I texted you guys. I was like, game. It's a great "Yeah, it's a great game, but it has like no spice to it." I think both can be true. What do you well, yeah, is spice. Yeah, what do you mean? Spice. What do you, what do you need? Dude, what do when you, need? you just what more do you need like, besides that game? That was a great game. When like you had like the Steelers versus Pats and like Ben versus Brady or Breeze versus Manning. Like it, it just had so many more story. Like it just felt different. And everyone's saying it. Like, I'm not like this hot take guy. Like you turn on like Coward or like obviously Tom Brady said it on his podcast. I, I said agree. this before. I agree across the board that there's a lot of games without spice, but I think to like single out that game is a, it's a terrible example. No, because- no, it's my best example because it, it should have been this electric game and no one's talking about it. It was electric, Rick. No, it wasn't. 
It wasn't it was a, electric. It was a overtime game, bad weather, Josh Allen. Jalen That's what I'm saying. It had everything. And it had, it's like you mix a bowl of all the right ingredients. You follow the recipe on this back for the best cookies ever. And, you, and then you cook it. You cook it perfectly. And then they taste like shit. That's what that game was. You did everything right. It was all there. You had it all. You had the quarterbacks, the teams, the fans, the Kelly Green jerseys, the rain, the Jalen Hurts walk-off touchdown. And, and, I, and I walked away. I was like, oh, all right. Great. I think that's a personal issue because that was a great game. I, I, I watched think- the Iron Bowl. Or the or the uh, or the other game, I forget the the. I'm space. I was on the plane. Iron Bowl's not been very memorable. Yeah. Iron Bowl's yeah. electric. It's electric. Unbelievable. I, I, I think there's a lot of a lot sucks. of juice being pulled out of the NFL this year, and I think a lot of it's injuries. A lot of it's the way the game is being played these days. And we've talked we've talked about it a million times, right? With the defenses and. The lack of quarterback play, I think, broadly across the board. Injuries or not, I think there's a lot of bad quarterback play. But I don't think the Eagles-Bills game was the best. I'm not following on that one, Rick. But I, I agree I agree broadly Sucks. with the point. That, that was like my – that's my Mona Lisa. Like, if that game can't be good, then we got a big problem. Your Mona Lisa looks like shit. Yeah. Like if you if you went down like to the Vikings Bears game, I'd be like, got it. Yep. No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I mean, that's 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 easy. Like anybody can point that out. Yeah, that that game sucked. But the Bills, like people stole like the game, like the NFL games that stick into my mind was that Monday Night Rams, uh, Chiefs game, the Color Rush game in the Coliseum. That was a great game. Uh, the other game that sticks in my mind was the, uh the Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game a couple years ago. Not a, not a lot of other games stick in my mind. Well, name, name your top three college games sticking in your mind over the last five years. I mean, tons. I Iron. I could name three this year: the Washington Oregon game, the Iron Bowl, um, Texas OU was amazing. The Iron, this. The Iron Bowl wasn't that great. <laughs> it was yeah, a great. The Iron game. Bowl was a shit game. Yeah, it was like until the last play of the game, it was That's pretty mediocre. The Bills, the Bills, Eagles was ten times like like a better game, but like. I don't watch football just like sometimes for the pride. I watch it for like the storylines, the hype, the, the spice. Just like just the spice, dude. Spice. The, the, the Bills, the Bills Eagles game. I'm watching. I'm like, and it had the best announcers, Romo and Nance. Like, it was, it was bad. It was, it was, it just was like, all right. And then you turn off and you're like, all right, let's wait for the Sunday night song to turn on. And I don't know, dude. It doesn't. Hey, we're all entitled, entitled to our opinion. I, I, I actually agree with the, the take. Like I said before, so I I'm with you. We'll agree to disagree the on, on the Eagles. Thank, Bills yeah, game. don't yeah. hate the take. Hate the example. I think your example is like way. I think if you want to make the case that there have been less good NFL games lately, that's fine. But I mean, diminishing one of like if not the best game of the season but to I'm this not, point, you're missing I think my it's a little point, bit silly. I'm not no, talking no, about. I, the, I, no, you're, not, you're you're missing my point. You're saying the game missed spice. I'm saying there was plenty of spice. In the game. You had Josh Allen against Jalen Hurts, Sirianni. Like you got you know, all the Yeah, fifty nine yard field goal. And I, so I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're complaining. I didn't. About. I didn't feel. I didn't feel the way I do when I watch other things. It's like when you watch a movie, right? You got you got the best actor, you got the best actress, you got the best producer, you got Spielberg, and then you just don't feel the way you do when you watch Harry Potter. 
That's what I'm talking about. Another bad dude. example. Damn. <laughs> Where are we out of these analogies? Maybe I just watch. <laughs> maybe I just like feel sports. Did. Like maybe you're emotionally just not in tune the way I. Not that very well could be the no, case. You're no, just it not sounds like you're watching. That you, you're not emotion. That says I. It sounds like you just like college football more than the NFL. No, I don't. No, I, I was going to say it sounds I like you the watch the Harry Potter marathon over Thanksgiving weekend. No, I haven't even watched Harry Potter. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is good, you know, the best actors in the world. They can be in a bad movie. Greg, what do you think of the Houston Jacksonville game? I, I, I can't. I watched a little. I. You said you didn't watch any football up till four o'clock games. Oh, you talking about the game, the first meeting or second meeting? This one, this one that just happened. What was I your thoughts? I'm a, I'm I didn't watch it. I didn't watch NFL. And you, I missed, you missed a great game. It was electric. I, I'm on the internet 24/7. I nobody's talking about it. Nobody. I don't even know. Make me see highlight. It, it had, there's dude, nothing. It, it there's no spice. substance. It had a crossbar miss field goal to close the game out. It had everything you're looking for. It's just the way I feel. Okay. Nobody can tell you how to feel, Rick. But no, other people agree with me, so I know I'm not going crazy. I, I mean, if I'm trying. I'm, I'm internet, like wondering if people agree with you or if you're agreeing with people and just running with the take. Dude, I've said this all year, uh, way before everyone else. Did. Run the tape, Steen. I said the NFL sucks this year. You said it last week for the first time, I think. No, I get to search my text, but you don't like when I do that. So anyway, we can move on. But it's just it, it's just a fact. I had the buy of the oh. box of ingredients for this Bills fill. I'm I'm thinking it's is this this should be everywhere. This is it. I'm mixing it together and I don't and I taste it. I eat the cookie and I'm like, what do I do wrong? What's wrong? That I use the wrong butter, that I use margin. Nothing. No, it's all there. The quarterbacks, the announcers, I think the it's mar- I think it's margarine. The J the the, the the jerseys. The Philly scumbags were there. Nothing. Maybe your taste buds have changed. Yeah. It might have. Yeah, I appreciate finer, finer things. I don't eat like yeah. You're, you're going backwards. Maybe <laughs> maybe the Patriots have left a bad taste in your mouth. And now yeah. everything you taste tastes like shit. Axer is for sure part of the problem. Yeah. But they, this has allowed me to like I think if the Patriots were good oh. this year. I wouldn't feel this. Like the Pats have like allowed me to take my eye off them and like focus on other aspects of the NFL, whereas I wouldn't have invested as much before this podcast has made me do that. I've looked around. Rick, the reality is like prior to Tom Brady leaving, every one of these big games, almost all of them, 75% of them had Tom Brady in them. So that's why you like them. And that's why they had juice. And that's why they had spice. Because you were getting amped up. I know how I feel when the Jets play on primetime versus when they're playing in the one o'clock slate. And it's different than when I'm watching – the Bears, Vikings on prime time. It, it's different when your team is a part of those games and they're in them a lot. It's different because the Jets haven't had prime time it's games nothing, in years and they've had five the this year. I'm telling you, I felt this way with other teams in the past. I just listed out games I love to watch. The Iron Bowl of 2023. No, I'm talking about NFL ever. games. I don't know. Again, we'll, uh, we'll agree to let, disagree. Let me ask you this. But, what what's like the what's the game that's made you the, the, your favorite NFL game this year? I'll ask you both. Like, what is it? Which the Jets one? Jets Bills first game of the season. The worst and best game of the year for us. Uh, it was a great game. Punt return for a touchdown overtime. Yeah, it's because it's it's memorable because you. That's what I'm getting to. Your teams aren't. Your not teams not playing relevant games. You think all the games suck. 
No, I don't, because I didn't feel this way before. And it didn't have to do with the Patriots' success. I didn't feel this way last year, or I started to feel at the end of last year. Because the Patriots started doing bad at the end of last year. The Patriots have started to be bad for a few years now, so that coincides with you starting to have the veil opened up for you on the NFL, not being any good. If I could really really boil this down, we'll move on. To another analogy. There's not enough star power. Star power ain't there. It's changing of the guard. It's new stars. Star power ain't there, dude. Like they, it just ain't. There's no Ray Lewis's and there's no James Harrison's and Rodney Harrison's and the Santa Samuels. And, oh, defensive those, aren't, stars. those guys aren't stars. Dude, those guys. Yes, stars. they were. No, 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 no. Asante God. Samuel. Asante no. Samuel. Rodney Harrison. You got Asante yes, Samuel Jr. Were. now, dude. We got plenty of stars. What are you talking about? God, no one knows about him. There's no star power, dude. The star power ain't there. Why do you? Want I'm not the saying they're worse, like physically talented. The talent is there. It's just like no, uh, there's no rivals anymore. There's no rival. Nobody cares about these games. The the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs aren't rivals. No. They're they're literally the equivalent to the Colts, Bengals, stink Steelers, and Patriots of back when we were kids. It's the like the Browns, exact same Steelers, thing. Uh, Cowboys, like every like non AFC East, like we're big. Seahawks, 49ers, always huge games. Well, the Seahawks aren't as good, but the Cowboys, Eagles is still good. No, it's not. How is it not good? That was a great game this year. No one remembers it. Rick, you does. don't. I remember it. I do. I remember. Yeah, Dak went down and he threw a seeding lamb on the two. I have a, I have a picture perfect memory. You just said you don't remember it, or nobody remembers it. It didn't make. I don't like remember it making me feel a certain way. Is what I'm talking about. Anyway, right. let's move on. All right. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, so we have one more, one more it, college so game. I'm not afraid we're, to like. We're true. We're talking college. We're talking college. Let's let's just talk quickly. Michigan, Iowa. I think the wildest betting stat of the week is that mm-hmm. Iowa's team total over in both the first half and the second half is 0.5. So I love it. The books in Vegas it's are saying crazy. they don't think they're going to score at all, which is wild. <laughs> that is what the books are saying. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Yeah. Um, Almost worth just like throwing money on the over on both ends and just hope for a touchdown. Over <laughs> a six and a half. What's over six and a half? Like plus a thousand? Garbage time, man. It's like when, when the third string is in, that may be the chance. Uh, that, that's a wild stat to me. And like what I a- think I always like hit the under on like it's had like record lines like for like the over under, and they go under on every one. You're like, dude, oh, I can't imagine trying to watch that shit. I don't even think Purdue was the line wasn't that big for Purdue last year, was it? It wasn't the 20. No, I thought it was like 17 or something. Yeah. I thought it was something somewhere in the teens. But yeah, it's I, I just I just think if you're Michigan, how do you get up for this game, man? You just got biggest win and well, I know how you get up for it. You got Jim Harbaugh back. You got Jim Yeah, that's it. That's it. I agree. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh and you got that rat, Tony Fiaki leading the Big Ten. That's gonna be wild. Gotta get him the trophy. Oh, yeah. I love that. That is actually going to be pretty funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I said, it, I said it a few weeks ago, I wanted to see, I was like, I would love if Michigan just went kind of scorched earth on everyone. I mean, they're on their way. They took care of Penn State, took care of Ohio State, Big Ten this week. 
then on to the playoff. I mean, let's just like throw an early prediction out. Who do you think is going to win it all this year? I, I'll, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think Michigan's going to win it all. Michigan has to win a playoff game at the very least. Well, they're going to play up the two. So realistically, they're going to play. They're probably going to play Oregon or Washington. You don't think Florida State would move up? No. No. He's got Florida State move. Right? Well, who's, who's number State three? Washington? Next Washington's three right now. I think they just swap. Well, so if – no. I mean, if Florida State wins, Washington gonna, loses, it's going to yeah, be but, Georgia, Oregon, Michigan, no, Florida State. No, I think – no, no, no. Oregon's going to have a better oh. win. A, a six, a six <laughs> versus three, or a he, he must have like some sort of future on this. Or like, <laughs> you're like money, you. dude. You're like so. You're getting like visibly aggravated <laughs> when we talk about Florida State. I got my Florida State colors on. So do you? You're right? like, no, future's going to pay Pete's mortgage or something. Yeah, bro. Are you like you down bad or something, dude? No, you keep you, you keep feeding me, Rick. We're good. We're good. We're, I don't we're need alive. to. <laughs> You're putting food oh. on the table for me, Rick. I appreciate oh, you. Oh, man. Big fantasy matchup this week. Oh, yeah, man. No all right. Are we done with – I can talk college all day. I love college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, we know. I'm taking Georgia. You think Georgia wins all? It's boring, three three but I'm taking Georgia. Oh. Yep. It's in Houston, Dean. Yeah, I know. And things to think about. So, we got Sugar Bowl and Rose Bowl. Last uh, Rose Bowl semi was – Arguably the greatest, not arguably, top five best college football game ever, Georgia-Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield. It's great. Yeah. Tony Michelle. Tony Michelle, Chubby. I think Chubb was gone that year, right? No, he was there. Uh, Both of them were there, yeah. Yeah, they were there. They were both there. So, Um, okay, let's move on. Um, Anything NFL? You love NFL, Rick. Let's 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 jump in. No, I, I'll just I'll just have I just have one Aaron Rodgers take. Well, I mean, we can to, talk about it. We don't need to be weird since I just got my. I don't, I don't really want to talk about the Jets because they're they're just a disgrace. But Aaron Rodgers back at practice as of yesterday. Um, of course, like Jets releasing the slow mo video of Rodgers just throwing a dime. Just so classic Jets, right? Just like keep the the fans just a little. A little, uh, just reel them in a little bit. So they the social media guy is keeping Salah's job, dangling the carrot in front. I'm just gonna say, like, if Rodgers plays more than one snap this from not counting the first four he played this year, if he plays more than one snap the rest of the season, it is like franchise malpractice. It is like there's zero reason. Like zero reason. Malpractice, Dean. Did you have that <laughs> on your bingo yeah, card? Malpractice. Wow, we can cross. Malpractice. How do you how do you let this guy come back? I don't care if there's a one percent chance if you went out that you make the playoffs. We're not winning out. We're not good enough. Like, if, and especially because we had to play two or three more games before Rodgers thinks he can play. We're not winning all three games. She's not happening. Like, end of story. And I mm-hmm. I honestly think he might do this. That's why I said one snap. I honestly think he might come in like last so, week, last week of the season, out there, dressed, suited up, activated off the IR, take one snap, maybe a drive, which would be insane, but one snap just to no, say. I don't he, think he, he, 
You made it back. I don't think you could do that. I'm too, I this think guy, he would. This I think crazy, this dude man. loves being talked about. You think he's gonna, they're going to throw him out there after he got literally injured on four plays? No, I think I think just to, I, I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers is he's literally running the organization. It's not Joe Douglas. It's not Robert Tala. It's not Woody Johnson. Dude, he's making all. He's the calls. not. He's not going to do that just to be I, like, oh, I told. Like, I don't think he's that petty, dude. Ooh, I, th- I, think I think he, he is. is. <laughs> I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I hope he does, but. I don't know. I mean, I has like Aaron a preseason Rogers, game, like he goes out for a drive. Like, has he, or he has he hurt? Hey, what if he gets hurt? That's what, what I'm saying. Hurt? I. It's that's insane. Why it's it's that's insane. why there's no chance he does. It's insane. No, but he wants to give people the finger and be like, "Look, I made it back from an Achilles in the same year." I mean, he's milked the he's milked the shit out of this. Like since he got hurt, all we've been like, I feel like. As a passive observer of, of the Jets, I feel like I've heard more about Aaron Rodgers than I have the Jets team throughout this season. It's always, oh, if you just listened to the Aaron Rodgers talk, you'd think the Jets are in the playoff race and Rodgers yeah. is going to come back and save the team. Then you look at their record and it is what it is. Zach Wilson's been a mess. Tim Boyle probably should not be stepping on NFL field again. And yet here we are talking about Aaron Rodgers' 21-day practice window. The craziest part is like, and again, I know you can say this the opposite way that we shouldn't have won some games, but we we probably should have beat the Raiders. We probably should have beat the Patriots, and we shouldn't have beat. Why are we talking about the Jets? I'm just saying, like, there is a world where we we're kind. We could be right now in in a playoff race, like in the hunt, right? Not in a wild card spot, but we just we're just that bad. Could you beat Florida State? Well, yeah, with their backup quarterback, I think anyone can. I think I think Louisville I think Louisville might beat them. Not to go backwards, but they have the best coach in the country, Jeff Brown. He lost last week. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, All right. That's it for the Jets. I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. Yeah, I know. Colts are in the playoff hunt. Yes, I did want to talk about the Colts. What do we think, Dean? Like, do we want it to make the playoffs? So. I'd say I'd say yes. I was unsure in the couple of weeks after Richardson got hurt because I'm like, uh, if we're not going to be very good and we're just narrowly going to miss the playoffs, and maybe we should just tank, get another uh, high draft choice, get like Marvin Harrison to pair with Richardson. Then we started winning games. The defense has been playing well. Minshew's been holding the line, and it's like we've already won too many games to where like you're not going to pick in the top ten anyway. So. Might as well try to see if you can make the playoffs. Then next year you plug back in Richardson, maybe add a couple pieces in the draft. Like so overall, I was very down about the Colts when Richardson got hurt because I was like, "You gotta be fucking shitting me!" I was like, "This year was all about his development." I was like, "The season's lost," and now it's like, okay, like maybe maybe the roster around him is better than we thought it was. So in a way, a little bit ahead of ahead of schedule there. Still, still wish he was out there though. That's. That's gonna be that's the the big downer of the entire year though. But I'm happy yeah, with I, where we're at. I'm happy for you, Dean. I think they're fun to watch. They're a fun to watch right now. And we got a little little lucky last week. The Browns with quarterback. I mean, not that their quarterback was gonna do anything anyways. But Gardner Minshew looks like the Jets should have signed him as a backup. Dude, he looks he's legit. All, he's been good everywhere he's gone. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Like it, it's fun to watch. The Colts are fun to watch right now. I, I'm 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 on board. If you're if you're willing to take me and Rick, we'll hop on the train for the rest of the season. Oh, uh, 
I, I really, I'm not sure I want Rick's fucking vibe on the Colts bandwagon. Yeah. If, he, if he's willing to stop cooking, then maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll let him on. Stop yeah. taking those cookies. Yeah. Don't Does that mean Rick's I'm cookies. in? Does that mean I'm yeah. in? You're in. That's I'll fine. I mean, again, I I enjoy if they're wearing Indiana Knight uh, uniforms, like I'll, I'll I'll jump in. Spice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Again, dude, these the these games suck, man. I can't. Uh, the more I think about it, the more it's, it's bad. I can't get this gross cookie out of my. But hey, I I hope you do well, Dean. Thanks. I love Rick. Lucas Oil Stadium. I think it's one of the best teams in the league. The oil can. Yeah, I, I do like that. So, I'm, again, coming. I'm not rooting against the NFL. I, I know they're just it, they, they don't cook good cookie or bake good cookies. We have all no the spice. ingredients. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'll say this about Minshew is that like he's he's the epitome of like that high level backup that he could he could cover you for a couple games when you lose your starter. I think the Colts been very fortunate to have the success with them this year that they have had because the flaws of them sh- start showing at when, once he's playing more than a few games and teams are game planning for him. Yeah. Like he's, he's had some happy feet, a little bit careless with the ball. But, hey, he can come in and hold the line. If, like if your quarterback gets like, knocked out like a concussion or something, he can come in, run the team. And, yeah, I mean, I can think of a few teams that would probably love to have him right now over yeah. the guys that they ha- had to run out. But. Yep. Three and a half million. That's all it costs to get Minshew this offseason. Three and a half million. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a, I mean, a lot of teams would like him. Or probably the, Brown, Tim, the Browns would Boyle. like him. Tim Boyle probably is getting paid more than he is. Tim Boyle. Just need to boil that water, baby. I'm sorry, man. Was that, that not to go, not to go back to the Jets, but that pick six at the end of regulation. What's going through your mind in those couple minutes after they get the second interception of Tua, you know, after the pick six, and now they're about to huck the ball into the end zone? Like, you know, it was crazy. So I was watching until like the middle of the second quarter at my dad's house, and we were going to hop in the car and drive over to my sister's house, which is about 20, 20 minute drive, 25 minute drive. Um, so like we hop in the car, I kind of got my it on my YouTube TV, but I'm like, Dad, let's let's just find it on the radio. I'm in the car with my dad, my stepmom, and my niece. She's two. She has no idea what's going on, obviously. But you know, we, yeah, we scored the touchdown, ten six. Yeah, she is a Giants fan actually, which is crazy. Um, and we get we we find the radio station, you know, because they are in Connecticut, so we had to cross the state line, and we're like, all right, cool, we got like two minutes left in the half at the interception. And the first play, the first play here on the radio is the pick six. Oof. I'm just like, there's no way. I mean, you, the radio call is just great. He's like, and it's intercepted. And he's on the 40. It's like he just jumps from <laughs> it's like intercepted on the goal line. And then he's like, he's at the 40. We're like, I'm like, the 40 already. That was like two seconds. And you watch the replay, and it was like the guy was. Like super, it was like super speed. I was like, how he was moving. Nobody had a chance to get him. He was yeah. flying down the field. No. So I had to hear it on the radio, which was even more painful because you can't evil. you can't see it unfold. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, dude. Yeah. So, um, enough about that. Then. Pat's loss. That was good. We're happy about that. 
pretty much a top three pick. Nice. So. Not guaranteed yet, Rick. Yeah, you guys got who, who do you guys got really this week? Chargers, yeah, I play Chargers. That's probably a loss. Ooh, that's an ugly game. Real fast. You know how we're like, well, hey, Rick, quick bitching about Monday night's Vikings Bears. You would kill to have that game in July. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) I hate that. Well, you'd kill to. No, I would not. I wouldn't. I'd rather be outside. It's like it's I like, like it. late. I like it. It's late, so it's because you bet on everything. Pete. I don't. I, I don't really bet on everything. You can make throwing rocks fun, but um, I would not want that game in July. You would have killed for it during COVID. No, I wouldn't. Have. <laughs> I'd rather have COVID. It was kind of it was kind of a fun game, like the late touchdown by the Vikings. It was, a fu- it was a fun last few minutes, but it was a there brutal was one first, like, 55 minutes. Yeah, I kind of like the first touchdown score was was in the fourth quarter with three minutes left. Hawkinson, man, he's a beast. He's, he's an ogre. He's he's hard <laughs> on the eyes. I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah, dude. He just looks like someone from Iowa. Yeah. Him Looking. and Greg Kittle, man. I'm just like... George. Greg. George, but, but uh, Greg too. Harry, Greg. Um, all right, hot stove is heating up. Moving on, the stove is hot. Uh, not yet boiling. We're uh, we're rising temperature. What? What? Hey, Pete, real quick. Uh, what temperature does water boil at? Pop quiz. Bob, if, I'm, if I'm supposed to know this, I don't. He <laughs> did. This is a pre-show meeting. Hundred degrees. Yeah. 212 degrees. 212, 100 yeah. degrees Celsius, though. That's so right. Yeah, zero. That was, that was what Pete was about. Yeah, I don't even, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm part of Canadian. We go on Celsius and the metric. I don't, I don't think you're part Canadian. Maybe, one, maybe when you were born. Um, anyway, we got baseball heating up. Uh, no, no slam dunks yet. Uh, I don't know. You know, I've stayed fairly close to everything. Otani feels like that's really heating up. Uh, I've I haven't seen necessarily where I've seen Dodgers and Cubs. That's what I'm seeing for Otani. I'm seeing a lot of Giants stuff too. I don't really happen, but yeah, the Cubs would be interesting because I think they're a few good players away from Otani to the Cubs would be sick. Yeah, it would be cool. Like him and Wrigley every night be kind of yeah, yeah. And we would take 100 percent credit for that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Soto. Soto's been popping up. Yeah. The Soto. The Soto news scares me. Um, yeah. P, let's. Hear apparently, it. there's eight teams. Right. There's eight teams that are open for. Him. I just. Well, first off, he, he is a generational player. I think he's probably a top five player in baseball. He had a bad year last year, and he still hit 35 homers, 112 rubies, which is just. Insane. Like no one talked about him last year. He had a bad year, apparently, according to what they're expecting out of him. And he still hit that many, right? Better than every player on the Yankees outside of Aaron Judge, who was hurt for a month. And I, the one-year rental scares me. That's that's all I'm gonna throw out there. They want pitching prospects. You know, they're talking Clark Schmidt, maybe Michael King. Of course, they're gonna ask for the moon, right? They threw in Jason Dominguez, Anthony Volpe. All these names are getting thrown around. 
but they're talking Drew Thorpe, who's our best triple a prospect or triple or our uh, best minor league pitching prospect and like if i'm the yankees i don't know how much you give up for a one-year rental and I'm, if you're anyone i don't know how much you give up for. he's not committing rental. either he said he's not he's not committing to an extension so yeah he's a boris client boris has never you know committed to saying he's going to resign somewhere so the scary part is right and like i just see this happening the yankees go out give up a few prospects maybe one that you're iffy about he comes to the yankees for a year yankees offer him 400 million over 10 years or whatever the number is 480 million and steve cohen comes in and offers him 520 because steve cohen doesn't care and we gave up three key people in our farm system for a year where we're not going to win the world series most likely unless you sign three other star players including pitchers and then he goes across town and we just wasted all that for nothing i don't know that's my scare. I'm like, part of me just wants to wait, but I understand the urgency in the Yankees front office of you guys can't have a mediocre season again. So Park yeah. will not be traded for a rental. Yeah, we won't trade him. That's where we draw the no. line. Oh, you, no could, you could throw Clark Schmidt in there. No, 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 no. Schmidt's no, no. off the table. He was, I mean, he, was one, he, was one of our, he was one of our best pitchers this last year. So. <laughs> Yeah, and the What'd Yankees say, development well, yeah. got a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, Pete, uh, do you do you worry that Cashman has felt? Uh, you probably don't, because Cashman doesn't feel any heat. But do you worry that he just needs to make a knee jerk reaction and like kind of kind of goes after a rental like this just to satisfy you lunatics? No, I don't think he. I think he proved in his rant a couple weeks ago that he doesn't care about the fans. But do you think um, Loki is like I'm gonna get soda for whatever it costs, and we'll worry about that. We'll worry about that like we did when we worried about Andrew. Or yeah, I think that's like Aaron that would Judge. be more. Of, I think Hal would do that more than Cashman would. I think Cashman he overvalues his prospects, right? Like we could have had Soto three years ago if we were willing to give up Clinton Frazier and Miguel Andujar and Glaber Torres. Like they would have taken those three guys for for Juan Soto in a heartbeat. Clinton Frazier. I don't think they're saying Clint Frazier. He was a top. He was a top prospect in the majors three years ago when he was with the Yankees. Yeah, he yeah. got hit in the head or something and forgot how to hit. I'm telling you, like we could have had Soto if we were willing to part with prospects back then. I'm willing to part. The only ones I I I would be sad to see go is Dominguez and Volpe. Um, outside of that, I I'd probably get my be okay with the rest. The thing is, like you hope Dominguez becomes Soto, right? Yeah, you can't career, you can't trade Dominguez or Volpe. I know, but if you have Dominguez and Soto on that outfield with Judge, that's a fun five years coming up. I'm trading Volpe. Yep, fucking Peraza. Yeah, yeah, other guys can play short. If it means Juan Soto's coming, yeah, but for one year, I don't think you trade Volpe. I think yeah, if you get the commitment, hard to, if you get the commitment, I, I think you could trade all. But Pete, like, they can't pay him as much as they have so much loading contracts they can't pay him next year and it doesn't matter are the Mets really going to be able to pay that much money Soto are we getting a little bit carried away with what Cohen's going to offer it doesn't matter Dean he's literally got unlimited money the guy he just like, dumped Verlander he makes 50 million dollars a week <sighs> like the guy's I mean, bringing I... in billions of dollars a year he bought a, a hundred million dollar painting or something crazy last year he's got a lot of money he doesn't care Damn. he's like I don't. A I, painting rather, or Soto for two years. 
He's going to have to sell his painting. He's going to have to sell the painting. I, mean, um, I, think, I think he loves the short-term contracts, right? And we saw that with last year with Verlander and Scherzer and Seve now this year. But I don't think it, the Mets have the prospects that the Padres are looking for. I don't hate what the Mets did with their whole like the Verlander and Scherzer trades, where they basically took all, like a, on a bunch of the remaining money to get good prospects back. Actually, yeah. I mean, I kind of like that. And it's like obviously you need an owner that's got the fuck you money to go do that. But right. I kind of like that. It's like good. You're essentially buying prospects. You're buying prospects. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they didn't get like top tier prospects though. They got like they got good prospects, not great prospects. They got a couple top 100 guys. Acuna and and Gilbert were top hundred, and then those uh, are all just like unless they're. I feel like unless they're like top top twenty five guys, they're just they're total. It's shot in the dark. They they could work out. They could not though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those guys are close to the top twenty five at some point this year though. Maybe yeah. But uh, anyways, the fact that you're basically turning like an old veteran into these new prospects just simply because you're willing to pay a ton of the money, it's like. Don't hate that, especially if your farm system sucks. But now, I mean, you got to develop the players, and who knows? The Mets can do that. So, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Otani and Wrigley, though, like, like you said, going back to Otani, that would be Sick. insane. The wind blowing out, oh, like that right field, park. dude. That right field would have a lot of homers. The the rooftop seats outside the, the stadium rooftop would get a lot. Yeah, may get a couple. Yeah. Chicago deserves it, man. Chicago's out of rough. Blackhawks are horrible. The Bulls, the Bulls are about to like distant. They're in shambles. The Bulls are blowing up their team one year too late. Really, anyone want Levine or Rosen? I think things are looking up for Chicago, though. Like having a two of the top five picks in the NFL draft next year. They're going to get a second rounder probably for Justin Fields. They got Bedard in town. The Bulls are a mess. Okay, but okay, okay. You get if you if you get Otani, you got the best free agent manager on the cup. Otani, that's a big, that's a big swing. Yeah, I mean, three of the Great four counsel. teams you got yeah. three. Yeah, three of the four teams you kind of got to be excited about. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's kind fair. Of. Yeah, kind of, it's because of us. Get, because yeah. of us. Uh, yeah. I'll say this. I watched some Michigan and Ohio State fans bond over this idea that Justin Fields is the guy. Last weekend, so I've got some questions for you. Yeah, Dean, how, how was that? How was it watching? We didn't, how was it watching with Ohio State fans? I, we should ask you. This was probably the, the least excited I've seen Ohio State fans about their team in years. And we were at the Ohio State bar in Chicago. We didn't even talk about Michigan, Michigan Ohio State, by the way. That's crazy. And uh, so we walk in, it's an Ohio State bar. We walk in. There's four. And you're in Chicago. Yeah, and then it's it's clearly it's all supposed to be Ohio State. There's these four Michigan fans walk in, and they have a reservation at this place. They sit down, and they're like, "Oh, shit! Apparently, it's an Ohio State bar." And I was like, "I'm not sure if I love this move, or hate this move, or what." But it's like it seemed like they genuinely didn't know what they were walking into. And then, of course, Michigan wins the game. And they just like, like the happened the whole game or what? No, like they were quiet. But honestly, a lot of the Ohio State fans were quiet too. Really? Like, like there, and it really is one of those games where there didn't seem to be a whole lot to get excited about. But yeah, they're chasing it, 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 it was. 
usually I've been at some of these bars with Ohio State fans where they're just loud like the entire time. Ohio State gets the first down and they're loud and yeah, they're like the worst. Yeah. The vibe was not the same. Then the game ends and they're like, oh, well, yeah, like Kyle McCord sucks. Ryan Day sucks. Like we, we weren't supposed to be any good this year. And then like the, some Michigan fans came into the bar after the game, you know, just to, to have a drink, quote, unquote. And a couple <laughs> of the, the Ohio State fan that I was with did not appreciate that. And it's just like you guys, Ohio State. You guys have beaten their ass for the like the last fifteen years. Like, grow up, grow up. But then, like I said, Ohio State, they quickly the bonded. Man. They quickly bonded over Justin Fields and this delusion that that he's the guy. So he's not the guy. Who re- it's like who really won here? I don't think either side won. <laughs> They're both just delusional. Is Justin Fields the guy? No. Justin Fields to the Pats. Justin Fields to anywhere that's not Chicago. Well, I think he's going to go to the Falcons because the Pats will offer like a three and the Falcons will just overpay like to give him a number two. It's going to be tough like, who Arizona picks in the drafts. If they take Mar- I mean, I, I would take Marvin Harrison over a quarterback if, if, he, if he's available, which I don't think he will be at three. Mm, he's that I mean, you- good. You assume Caleb is one, and then I guess really it comes but down the to the Bears. Yeah, but the Bears could take Marvin at one. I could see that. Yeah, if they're okay with Drake May or Caleb Williams, they probably take Marvin Harrison at one. That's where I, I was throwing around the idea of, of putting a bet in for Marvin Harrison first overall pick, and the odds are insane because everyone thinks it's going to be Caleb Williams. But I'm like, I see a world if the Bears have the first and third pick, and they don't care. Like they like Drake May, but better than Caleb. They're Lewis not going to have the third pick. They're like, I know. Out. I'm just throwing it out there. There's a world though where they're like, they don't maybe don't let Marvin Harrison pass him up, and they just take him at one because they know there's like four great QB prospects, and they like two or three of them. I think if they get Marvin Harrison, they're going to talk themselves into Justin Fields being the guy because they played together. Maybe. Did they? That was a long time. I mean, it's five years ago. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess they. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Yeah, nah, they did not yeah, play, play with Stroud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, the Cardinals. They need a lot of help, dude. I think the Cardinals might take Marvin Harrison at two. Yeah, because they're just like strapped with that Kyler contract. Yeah, I agree with that, Pete. Yeah, which sucks, dude. The Cardinals, the the Patches need to lose out. The Cardinals, I don't think they're gonna win a game. I think the Cardinals will win a few games. No, I like their schedule. It's pretty hard. Dumb stretch. I I was looking. Do the Cardinals not play the Bears? Why do I have a strange feeling the Cardinals and Bears play? Because they do. December 24th. Cardinals at Bears. Christmas Eve. I like that. Yeah, so I'd see Cardinals probably have one more win. They have Steelers, Niners. Both those probably L's at Eagles L versus Seahawks, probably L. Putting the Cardinals at possibly three wins. Yeah, that's what I, was I think. Saying. I mean, the There's Pats are going to win. Pats are going to win one more game. They're going to beat the Jets. They beat them like fifteen straight times. So, dude, I I mean, we're in full tank. Like, it's not even a secret anymore. I don't know how you can try to 
put a winning I mean, football I, team out there. I mean, I think Bailey, that if that it's that's Bill Belichick's last game, last game, last last game as a Patriots coach. You don't think he wants to finish it with an, another win against the Jets to make it yeah, eight, I mean, eight years in a row of beating the Jets twice? If he's not around for the draft pick, yeah, he wouldn't care. But he's also not yeah. playing quarterback, so I think who's going to play quarterback? Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham. I'd want to see Malik. It'd probably be ugly. I would but... love to see Malik. Who knows? I might be our needle in the haystack. I wouldn't go that far. I think it would just be fun. I think it'd be it'd be some spice. Yeah, some spice, right? Bailey Zappi. Tommy DeVito. We've seen enough Bailey Zappi. We've definitely seen enough Mac Jones. It was bad. I was reading a Drake May report like from a couple of years ago, and they're like, "Yeah, he's comparable to Mac Jones at Alabama." Damn. I just I wish not I'm not gonna make Dean do this, but I wish he could just pull the pull the comments from Rick saying that Mac Jones is a Pro Bowl quarterback. Is beat that's a fact. He will always be a Pro Bowl quarterback. I'll say it right now. God. Hey, you don't you don't have to pull it. It's probably like a one year anniversary of the first time that comment came up. He was Pro Bowl two years ago. Yeah. yeah. When everyone else dropped out. Yeah. No. One person dropped out. Mm. That happens all the time. I mean, Pro Bowl's a Pro Bowl. I, I, not I don't need to get, I'm not going to get fired up about Mac. I, I can't do that. He's going to be yeah. selling houses next year. No. Yeah. Nice real guy. Estate, top real estate agent in Tuscaloosa. I mean, he's going to be playing in the XFL. It's so, sad. He got, I mean, the pass ruined him. Him and Zach. Birmingham, Birmingham Rough Riders or some, something. All right. All right, boys. Should I do? Uh, you want me to do my dumb thing real fast? Yeah. Wait, that, it's, not, it's it's not again. I'm not going to stretch for these. It's not football related. It's all right. It's not sports related. I thought you yeah. already did your dumb thing. It was the NFL. The yeah, that's. I guess game. I did. They, they suck. Uh, all right, here's the dumb thing. <clears throat> Small thing. Sorry. Was that a? Was that a restaurant? Uh, the other day, it's happened a few times at these restaurants, right? You know, party, you know, four of us, five of us sit down. They get, and then they give you these fancy jugs of water, right? Everyone's seen that? Oh, yeah. Which, which is fine. Hey, I appreciate that. These, like, little fancy water, these water pitchers that are fancy. They're very fancy. And then, all right, cool. We all start pouring our water. And then the, the thing only fills up through, like, three cups. What the hell is that about? I agree. Like, why wouldn't you make the water jug enough? Yeah, wait, just make the water jug four minimum. Yeah, yeah. Or don't no, give I think, me this, this stupid I think four thing. is the number. Four is the number. Like, you can't, like, if it's a 10-person table, you're not going to have a jug big enough or to get, fill or 10 give, cups. Just know the amount of cups and know how much it fills up and then put two or three on the table. Yeah. Well, that's just a good good waiter versus a bad waiter. But I, I do think they should fill up four because even if you have two people, then you get two glasses of water. If you got fill, three, or fill the cups up and then put that as a reserve. Yeah, a good I was at a restaurant it's and good I'm good. like, "What the hell is going? It's a nice restaurant." I'm like, "Now, now, now we're kind of like you know pouring three quarters and half." I'm like, "What the hell is going on? Who's running well, this place? Where was it? The Red Robin? San no. Diego? Whoa! It's like Red Robin. Don't takes better don't, don't rip them than this place, dude. These people uh, are so Lowe, fancy Lowe, and they're too they're Rick so Lowe's lazy. They don't want to pour hmm. the glasses, so they give you this." Fancy water thing, and then it doesn't fill all the cups. Yeah, crazy. 
You're not supposed to drink the water. They never have ice in them either. Oh, I, yeah. I don't mind that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't mind that so much. But um, that was dumb. Good. I, I have been you, seeing a lot of. Ju- I feel like I'm seeing more jugs now. Like post COVID. Yeah, it's like they they use COVID as an excuse just to be lazy. Like, oh, we don't want to make a trip back to like with like the water pitcher to keep filling you up. So yeah, they don't want to do their he, job. Yeah, and then they're like, oh. And then they like put the the tip at the bottom to help me out. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, 35 percent. In case you're the recommended here. percentage is recommended. And by the way, I've been seeing this a lot. There's like a bunch of like recovery taxes and this bullshit. Like ten five percent. Like yeah, downtown sales tax and yeah, like uh, the water taxi fresh. tax and the watching bad NFL games tax. Mm. That's what Rick, I should start I, doing. I got a, another tax. I don't know if you guys have taken an Uber to the airport recently. Uh, yeah. Airport fees. Out, yeah. Oh I, I got all too. this stuff. It's like the, downtown the traffic fees, airport fees, uh, uh, extended wait time to get into the airport. I'm like, that's not my fault. You tell me my $30 to get from my house to the airport. Why am I getting charged 42 when I get there? It's like I don't care if there's fees. traffic. It's not my fault. It's crazy. It's It's actually bananas insane i'm i'm almost ready to boycott uber yeah I, I i don't take a lot of ubers these days just walk you walk to the airport <laughs> <laughs> walk in his suitcase i just walk man five like hours a, like a 30 mile that's drive I, that's where i think of all these things i just walk just, yeah, just put my luggage on the sidewalk and takes a long time gotta leave a day early <laughs> It might still not. It might not. Like, I don't. I don't think Rick can walk thirty miles in a day. Walking home is the worst, dude. <laughs> Got to fly home a day early so you can walk back to your house. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay. All right, let's get some picks in here, boys. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, I'll start off. We're up to ten now. Ooh. I see ten on ESPN. What? Let's get a yes, record I, recap. I, I did, I okay, did see ten on. I did see ten on ESPN as well. So, all right, Pete. Let's see. Let's see a recap. I, by the way, I changed it to a shared note so you guys can all see it. Um, but we had to, we had a good week last week, boys. Yeah, we did. Everyone, so, I mean, everyone so, had a winning record, but Rick had a really good record. Six and one. Six and Ooh. one, dude. Damn, just missed seven and zero. Oh. Yeah. That would right, be five and two overall what record. My loss. Overall record. Uh, Seahawks plus six and a half. Oh, Thank that should have hit. That didn't hit. Thanks no. versus, versus Ooh, the Niners. No. no, it did not hit. All right, overall oh, record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hit I like went... a minus 22, didn't I, Pete, for like plus 300? Yeah, Dallas minus 20. Yep. So that's like three picks. All right, get hits right. with the records. All right, that's, overall that's records. Picks. I'm 20, 13, and two. Rick got back above 500 with his big week. He's 21, 19, and two. And Dean is 22, 15, and 1. So all wow. of us over five plus. Oh. What are we, how many units is that if you're taking all of our – I mean, you're up 10 units? Or at least – If you're a listener, you're making money on us this year. Yeah. You just had to wait till season two. Season yeah. one was a little rough. Now season two – Not for everyone, back. Nardine. Season, season, one, season one was rough for you. Hey, I had a, yeah, I had a yeah, yeah. I had my, my Cowboys over 47 and a half and minus – Minus nine and a half hit, so or minus six and a half. I think I had. So yeah, I, people, I, had you a, gotta, I had a good wager in there too, Rick. Yeah, you did. The people you got to think about is the people that are fading us. 
Yeah, pork they're, pork. they're eating ice chips for us for for lunch Welcome. today. Yeah, Welcome. They're not Time. getting that second jug of water. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I, I I just look and be like, I need another jug, you idiot. Can I can I start? Cause I got mine ready. Already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Pete. All right. Uh, I'm gonna start with college. I gotta ride Louisville money line, right? After all the Florida State trash feels talk, like, this feels like you do. So I'm I'm riding I'm riding the cards. Um, Louisville money line. Also talked a lot about Washington and getting ten points and how I feel like it's too much. Win or lose this bet, I'm taking Washington plus ten, and the line is at plus ten now. Like Rick said, moving to NFL. Um, we just hopped Shots on the Colts train, in. so I'm staying on the Colts train, taking Colts. Minus one in Nashville versus Titans. I think the Titans are trash. Either on the feet at home. That's, that's the anecdote. They're on the feet at home. That's fine. Um, Niners, Eagles, game of the week. Rematch of the NFC Championship game. The line's a little funky. Niners minus three. Um, in Philadelphia, I think if you're an Eagles fan, you're all over plus three, but... I think Niners have something to prove just because I think they were the better team going into the NFC Championship game last year and their quarterback going down um, obviously left spirits low. So I think they're coming in with something to prove this game. Um, they're going to treat it like a playoff game. And I think it's a good game, but I think I think Niners squeak out. They might be a push at minus three, but I think they cover three. And my last bet, well, I'm going to change this up for you guys. It's a future. We're going to throw a future out there. Defensive player of the year, NFL. Deron Bland has five pick sixes this year. Yep. Yeah, you got Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett with better odds than him to win. Give me Deron Bland plus 1,100 defensive player of the year. I mean, Lock how many more now. does he have to get? Pete? Lock I, mean, it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, know how he's like, not favored. I don't know how he's I don't not either. He's, not, he's like has a pick six every game. Because it, it, I literally think it's because he's not – He's not a big name because it's always a big name that wants defensive player of the year. It's always a Michael Parson or this guy or that guy. Joey so. Bosa. Joey Bosa. So yeah, give me give me Deron Bland. Good odds still. Yeah, you got him. Hi, Dean. You like, that? you like that, Dean? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It goes against the grain a little bit. I think he's kind of like a gimmick, and he's like kind of like a fun. I don't think he's gonna win it. But uh, are you not picking? Did you pick Bama Georgia? Oh yeah, throwing U- UGA, yeah, minus five and a half. Go dogs! Yeah, so I'm starting with that one. I I, I imagine we'll all be on the dogs. Uh, I'm taking Florida State. Florida State minus uh, two and a half against Louisville. Mm. Um, I've been staring that's a, at this. That's te- a loser. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've been staring <laughs> at this Texas Oklahoma State game, and the lines. Move from eleven and a half to fifteen and a half. I'm just like, uh, give give me Texas minus fifteen and a half. I think Texas is going to try to put a stamp on this season and remove any doubt about them over Bama. And then uh, Oregon minus ten. And then wow. give me the Col- give me the Colts and Niners as well with you, Pete. Kind of a fade, Pete. I mean, he rode half my picks besides the Oregon and FSU. You wrote every yep. other pick. So it's a uh, fade. Your most, and, your most fade. confident picks. No, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I I can't hear. I guess you didn't yeah. on the defensive player of the year pick. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I will not be jumping on that one. But I jumped on your picks that I think are going to win. Hey, do futures team. futures count as two wins? I think. Right. Sure. Sure. Whatever you want. All right. Cool. Oh, it's stuffing the stat and, sheet and two losses if I lose it. No, sure, that doesn't make his. So whatever you want. <laughs> He's plus eleven hundred. So hey, two losses can go ahead. I gave Adam plus eleven hundred last weekend. It, no, the Cowboys minus twenty was not plus eleven hundred. <laughs> Cowboys minus minus fifty maybe was plus eleven hundred. <laughs> anyway, Rick, go all right, ahead. All right, boys. Uh, Friday night, Pac twelve, last Pac twelve game ever. By the way, oh, uh, I'm gonna take the Ducks. Pete, I I thought about it. I wow. I think I think the Ducks and Dan Lanning knows they have to win and they have to win big, uh, convincingly, if you will. Um, Bo Nix last starting game, he's like thirty. Uh, a lot on this game. I think the Heisman's on the is on the line for this game, especially if Oregon doesn't get in. This is his last audition. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take the Ducks. Uh, I'm gonna take Georgia. I like that. Uh, don't talk about Michigan in this. Does not feel like nearly enough. I mean, I always can't score. I mean, Michigan can win like twenty four nothing easy in cover. So I'm gonna take Michigan minus twenty two. Um, I'm not gonna touch the FSU game. I don't. No one has know. I don't really get a good feel on that. I'm gonna go over to the NBA boys. We haven't really talked about NBA. Much. The association. The association. Um, kind of a sad fact. We're not. We don't celebrate divorce. Uh, Eric Spolstra, coach of the Miami Heat, just got divorced. Uh, I think came out yesterday. So I think this is a big game for Eric. He's single. Uh, they play the Pacers tonight. The Heat are minus two and a half. I think he's got to impress the South Beach ladies. Uh, so I'm going to take Miami minus two and a half. Wow. We don't advocate for divorce. But you're, we got to be aware of. You're telling Dean he's got to get this episode out by tonight. <laughs> I mean, well, I like yeah, shit. Yeah. Or in, until the injury report is released for this Heat Pacers game, and half the Heat players aren't playing, and then I, I can. I can't take the NBA. I, I literally can't watch it. I can't watch it. When do we get NBA people? I, I think I hate it more now than I did last year. I do you hate do. the NBA more than I hate the NFL right now? Oh, a million percent. Really? I can't even turn. I can't even turn it on. I turn it on, and I just. I'd it's rather watch brutal, it. Yeah. I'd rather watch Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer than watch an NBA game. Yeah, the hallmark. Only yeah. in Christmas time, though. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I actually haven't seen mm. Rudolph start to finish. I don't think. But some interesting analogies and metaphors today, guys. You brought it. So Ducks minus ten, Rick. Georgia minus five and a half. Michigan minus twenty-two. Heat minus two and a half. No NFL picks. Nope. Boy, Carmen. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. I don't care. I'm not gonna be watching, so I'm not gonna pick them. Wow. All right. Yeah, until they can give well, me some product and spice that I know I can go back to that cookie jar. I'm not going to watch it. How about this? Go dogs. Go blue. Hook them. Go ducks. Quack, quack. Go boilers. Got a big game Friday. Shout out Last to all ball. of our listeners. New oh, Way Cleaners yeah, and Tailors, our first sponsor. New Way. <laughs> What's our tab up to? <laughs> I. Whoa, I Jeff, Mike, what's going on, <laughs> guys? You lose our addresses or something? <laughs> Put in that Christmas card or something, all right? Yeah, I do. Put some cash in there. Um, shout out to New Way, though. The only way, New Way. 
White Plains Finest. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. Big Rigs, thank you for an amazing year. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll have a lot to talk about with the college football playoffs. And, uh, yeah, thank you for enjoying it. Thank you for getting on the bus with us. We are the Big Rigs. You all are Big Rig Nation. Peace.